Any examples used are for illustrative purposes only and do not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and may not be suitable for all investors. It is not intended to predict the performance of any specific investment and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Welcome to Financial Freedom with your host, Safe Money Bob. Get set for a full hour of financial information and economic news you can't afford to miss. Bob works hard each day to educate Americans like you on how to reach the financial freedom they've worked so hard for, and he can help you too. So now, let's start the show. Here's Safe Money Bob. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Financial Freedom. Thank you for making us a part of your weekend and providing the show support each and every week on the radio side, of course, on WBCB and in podcast form on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's say hello to the financial expert himself, Safe Money Bob. What's going on, Jim? I'm fired up for this week, so let's get at it. All right, coming up on today's show, what is going on with the banks in this country? Be prepared, not scared. We'll explain plus maximizing Social Security and why your nest egg is smaller than you think. That's all coming up. Right now, though, American vaudeville performer, actor, and humorous social commentator Will Rogers is the centerpiece of this week's Quote of the Week. And now for some financial wisdom. It's time for the Quote of the Week. Our Quote of the Week, courtesy of Will Rogers. Rogers said, quote, People should be more concerned with the return of their principal than the return on their principal. And again, that quote from Will Rogers. I think Will Rogers and I think very much alike uh, or thought very much alike because <laughs> I, I, I literally the last uh, week or so, a couple new people I've been talking to, I asked them, what's what's more important to you, how much your money grows or if you could lose it? And you'd think you'd get an immediate answer. All of a sudden, it's like crickets. They're thinking. They're like, hmm, I'm not sure. I'm like, well, what if you could protect your money while growing it too? Would that be good? And they say, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, and a quick reminder, Bob provides comprehensive consultations at no cost to our listeners, and there's absolutely no obligation. Can't say that enough. So you only work with Bob if it's best for you. Bob will help you cut unnecessary costs in your IRA, 401k, or any other retirement savings account as well as helping you maximize your Social Security benefits for you and your spouse. So contact Bob today at 908-359-2861 or visit safemoneybob.com. All right, Bob, let's get the show started, and we must start with the potential banking crisis with Silicon Valley Bank over the weekend. Of course, last weekend, so many questions, and the dust is starting to settle. The financial world is beginning to understand the severity of what happened last Friday. Meanwhile, here is Silicon Valley Bank CEO Gregory Becker addressing his employees last week via video. I want to acknowledge how hard the last really 48 hours have been on all of you. And I care so much about all of you. It really is just so incredibly difficult. Um, I'm trying to look past that and focus on uh, two things. Um, one, I'm focusing on you. I'm thinking about the ultimate outcome of what this could be despite this incredibly difficult time. And two, focusing on clients. Now, as you heard this morning, I'm not making those decisions anymore, which is really hard. But I am working with the FDIC, trying to figure out how can we come up with the best outcome for our clients as well as our employees. 
And again, that was Silicon Valley Bank CEO Gregory Becker addressing his employees last week via video. And I'm sure he's going to be in a little bit of trouble here in the coming months. We'll see how it all unfolds. But Bob, let's try to make sense of all of this. What happened last Friday with Silicon Valley Bank and their failure? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy. Like, you didn't hear any issues, like nothing on it, right? Total silence. All of a sudden, getting taken over. And, you know, by regulators, it's insane, you know, so, you know, failures of banks, you know, how, how are you going to protect your family? How, how, how are you going to have your hard earned money and retirement, you know, possibly get wrecked by something like this? You know, Silicon Valley Bank, it's huge. It's a commercial bank headquartered out of Santa Clara, um, dealt a lot with tech companies, uh, I guess, made some bets on some things that didn't work out so well. And especially with the uh, interest rate hikes we've had over the last uh, year plus definitely put it into the hurt zone. You know, SBB, Silicon Valley Bank, was the 16th largest bank in the United States, you know, as of last Friday, March 10th, ironically, my daughter's birthday, and was the largest bank uh, by deposits in Silicon Valley. So we're talking about a huge entity. I believe they were the, the second largest bank to actually go under in the country. Um, I think the first one was in 2008, the largest one. Um, you know, the bank operates offices in 13 countries and regions. So Silicon Valley Bank's failure, it's, it's you know, became the second largest bank, as I mentioned earlier, it's just incredible. Like you didn't hear anything about it. You didn't know there was any issues. And all of a sudden, boom, you know, technically not gone, but not operating on its own. Um, you know, also on March 10th, so last Friday, another bank called Signature Bank, you know, it's, that's a New York-based full-service commercial bank. It also experienced failure as customers were spooked. And you know, sudden collapse Silicon Valley Bank, which drew more than 10, with a B, billion in deposits. Like, when you take, when people run to the bank and try to take all the money out of it, like, it causes the crises. Uh, it's a lot of it. People panic. You know, the run on deposits quickly led to the third largest bank failure in U.S. history, which would be the aforementioned Signature Bank. You know, the regulators announced on March 12th that Signature Bank was being taken over to protect its depositors and the stability of the U.S. Think about this, the stability of the U.S. financial system in a matter of days. We saw two of the three largest bank failures in U.S. history. Let that sink in. Crazy stuff, right? I mean, the largest bank, as I mentioned earlier, and I forgot about the name until now, Washington Mutual, was in 2008, and that was catastrophic as well. So, in fact, if you look at the 20 largest bank failures in U.S. history, 10 of them, so half, has happened between 2008 and 2010. So that was just in a short couple-year period, you know, almost 15, 13 or 15 years ago. So just... Just listen very closely for my power tip of the week, which will be coming up later in the show. You know, I, I, the one thing, Bob, that I think we need to stress, though, when we talk about being prepared, not scared, mm -hmm. that's, that's all well and good. But we also need to make people realize that now is not a time to panic either. And you being a financial expert, a financial advisor for 30 plus years, that's probably your main message today when talking about it. And we're going to discuss a little bit more about the banks later on in this show as well. Mm -hmm. But 
being prepared, not scared. Two themes here. That's number one. Number two, don't panic because a lot of people are already talking about certain big banks even possibly having bank runs or, or suffering the same fate mm -hmm. as what the banks that you mentioned suffered last week. And that's just simply not the case. So that's why people in this instance – and I think you would probably echo this sentiment too when it comes to the financial world. Do not panic. Yeah. You know, emotion, generally speaking, does not help when it comes to your money. Um, you tend to do things that aren't in your best interest when you're under stress or duress. So, right. You know, you, I mean, I didn't personally, I did not run to the bank uh, or multiple banks and or credit unions for that matter and start pulling cash out. Like I did not do that. I don't, I don't recommend you do that, though. I always think it's good to have a little cash on hand if you can. Um, but yeah, like, like Jim was mentioning, and I'll you know, reiterate that, like you don't want to panic. And that's a lot what we do for our clients. We try to set them up so they understand you know, all facets of their situation. They don't get emotional or panic if something changes or something happens out of the ordinary because we, you know, we take it in stride and we, you know, we, people don't fail to plan to plan to fail. And basically if you have a plan and again, we can help you with that and, and help you avoid panicking when things like this happen, you know, set up a call 908-359-2861, 24 One of my associates will call you back and set a time for us or go to safemoneybob.com and book a call there 15, 30 or 60 minutes. Um, we're here to help. We don't want people living in fear financially for sure. And, and, when, and when things like this happen, it, it definitely sends shockwaves you know, through, through the public. Oh, no doubt. It, it spooks a lot of people too. When you think about it with companies, there's something that was brought up recently. I, I, and you don't really think about this at just living your daily life and working your job. And then, of course, every two weeks getting that pay stub. You don't think about this. Companies have their their payroll, their money, they have it in one, basically one checking account, right? In one bank. Mm -hmm. Sure. Their money may be spread out throughout other banks, but they right. have that payroll and that money, it's more than 250 K and it's not mm -hmm. FDIC insured because of that. Right. And people don't really realize that. And I think that maybe, maybe fan the flames a little bit added to that, right. that panic where, mm -hmm. Oh my God, our companies, I mean, Oroku, for example, we'll touch on it later on in the show. They lost 26% uh -huh. of their capital. I mean, they had more than their payroll, more than 250 K in that bank. And I'm sure they have more than 250 K in other banks as well. That's for uh -huh. all companies. I don't care what your valuation is. Right. All companies have more than 250 K. So that, I think that maybe stoked a little bit of, uh, of the fear last week too. Absolutely. Yeah, that's what happens. I mean, people were like, oh, my God, what? If, first of all, you worry about your assets, your savings. Then you're like, oh, well, what if my paycheck's not going to clear? Like, depending on what company, what and bank, a lot of people were stuff. worried about that last Friday. Right. And actually, I think that uh, I'm pretty sure everybody figured it out on that end, on the, the mm -hmm. payroll end with the companies right. and whatnot. But uh, there were a lot of people that were worried about that. Sure. And of course, then you mm -hmm. add you add in that fear and and what happened with Wells Fargo and their technical glitch. And you're saying, oh, my God, is this mm -hmm. the next great depression? I mean, is this the next great recession? Is this 2008 on steroids? Is this 1929 all over again? So there was a lot mm -hmm. of fear. It, I mean, just reading up on it, like what measures were taken over the weekend, um, you know, by the banking system of the United States, like to shore up things was like pretty incredible. But it, you really wish that wouldn't have to be necessary for, for us to have to go through these things. But again, you, you don't panic. You try to understand what happened. Try to be prepared as best you can for different situations. You know, and it's, again, just having a plan, having liquidity, having some cash on hand. Having some credit, 
some credit cards that are open. Don't you know? Not to build up debt, but if you had to buy something quick and you couldn't use cash and you couldn't go to the bank, use that. Um, you know, and I, obviously even having some supplies in your house just to make sure you have what you need for at least a temporary amount of time is not a bad idea either. You know, and that's not necessarily financial. That's just, uh, you know, thinking outside the box a little bit. So anyway, but yeah, it was a pretty interesting few days to say the least, Jim, pretty interesting. Well, I'm, sure, I'm sure for as a, as a financial advisor, and I've talked to other financial advisors as well about this, their phones are probably ringing off the hook over the weekend. And I'm sure that it was a stressful time with with you guys as well because you're dealing with clients who are wondering hey what's going on here and they're who are they going to go to to answer these financial questions in these financial uncertainties they're going to go to their financial advisor so it's true for you guys it was a stressful time as well yeah he had some people questioning some things a lot of people they just live their day-to-day lives um they trust true. they that trust the plan hey, the world baseball classic is is happening right so there's always you know i, I see <laughs> on right. twitter i see uh, on on social media i'll see a, tw- a tweet about about the banks and what's going on with our financial system then the mm-hmm. next tweet is about the world baseball classic so i think yeah. we're probably to your point distracted enough <laughs> oh, there's a lot of distractions there's a lot of distractions and for most people i mean there's, there's a lot to really uncover or understand and you know a lot of it we can't you can't control so like you could drive yourself nuts you know, trying to get to like, oh my God, what's going on? What do I really have to do? Um, but again, for the most part, you know, at this point, as long as you have your ducks in order, you have a plan, you have someone hopefully helping you like myself, um, you know, and just try to feel comfortable in your situation that you can kind of handle, you know, pretty much anything, you know, n- nothing too crazy, but just pretty much anything. And again, fortunately, I, I feel due to what we went through in 2008, into 2009, like that period, I feel like our response was a lot more uh, effective, efficient, and uh, uh, in a a much shorter period of time before something catastrophic could have happened, like you mentioned, Jim, like catastrophic would be everything seizes up. Then what do you do? What do you do? How are you getting food? How are you getting gas? Uh, How are any, how's that anything being shipped anywhere? Like there's just so many things that could happen. Uh, But again, you try not to think about like the, the absolute Armageddon of the whole situation. And again, they stepped in really quick. Uh, the Fed, you know, the, our federal uh, regulators. And well, that's why we're, our, again, that's why we're talking about this today because we right. want to make sure that, you know, then let everybody know that this is not Armageddon and that no. once the, once the no. dust, dust settles, we are all uh, right. okay. And then things exactly, been, at least for now figured out. And we can, I guess uh, like our society does oftentimes, just move on to the next problem. All right. And we want you to live a lifestyle in retirement that you enjoy, but we also want to make sure that you outlive your money and not the other way around. So we encourage all of our listeners on the radio and podcast side to visit the website, safemoneybob.com, or give Bob a call today to schedule a free complimentary consultation, 908-359-2861. Again, no obligation, and it gives Bob a chance to learn more about you and how we can help you live that stress-free retirement lifestyle that you so richly deserve. So again, visit savemoneybob.com or call 908-359-2861. We step aside. Coming up, why your nest egg is smaller than you think. Stay with us. This is Financial Freedom. Thanks for listening to Financial Freedom. If you like what you're hearing, subscribe to our YouTube channel to watch videos from this program and other recent episodes.
You're listening to Financial Freedom with Safe Money Bob. To schedule your free, no obligation consultation, visit safemoneybob.com. Welcome back to Financial Freedom. Thanks for making us a part of your weekend. Coming up, why your nest egg is smaller than you think. We'll explain. And a quick reminder to check out our YouTube page. Visit youtube.com and search Financial Freedom with Safe Money Bob to watch clips from previous episodes of our show. BobUSA.com had a story out this week about the three steps you need to take to maximize your social security. Sure, Jim. So uh, everybody out there, we're going to go over those three steps to kind of discuss a little bit. I'm sure Jim and I will be inter- interjecting and conversing a little bit here. Uh, some of it's pretty cool stuff. Um, you know, so basically I'm going to start with, you know, step one, of course, which would be, yeah, if you're not aware of this, you, you work a minimum of 35 years. Um, so Social Security Administration takes your highest paid 35 years in the labor force. They take that into account when calculating your monthly benefit. Now, hopefully most of you are registered at www.ssa.gov and have created your portal and, and know what your benefits will be depending on when you would actually take them. Uh, you know, And again, to be eligible for maximum of $4,555. A month. That's the max you can get. So what do you have to what do you need to do that? So you'll need to have worked 35 years, as we just mentioned, so that you won't have any zeros. Um, in this case, zero is not your hero uh, in your benefit calculation for the missing years. So that's basically step one. Um, 35 keys, key points here, 35 years at least. Uh, and they take your highest 35 years. So if you work 40 years and you had five of them where you made like practically nothing, and the other 35 you were you were kicking butt, let's say, on your income, uh, your benefit will be higher. And that's what they'll base it off of. Um, you know, so step two is like, well, how do I possibly get there? How do I get the $4,555 a month? So you have to earn an income equivalent to or greater, and you may not even know what this exists, uh, than the wage cap. So what's the wage cap? We're going to get into it. So did you know that there's a wage cap when it comes to Social Security taxes? So what that means is that when you reach a certain income level, they stop taking outs for Social Security. So we want to know what that is. So workers pay taxes on their earnings for Social Security, as we all know, for the purposes only up to a certain point. And at that, that level will vary from year to year. It changes. They change it. I believe you know they, they adjusted for inflation, if I remember correctly. Um, so in 2023... If you made up to 160200 that's where they would stop withdrawing above that number for Social Security. So your income beyond that isn't taxed for Social Security. But to claim the maximum monthly Social Security benefit, your earnings must reach or exceed the wage cap for 35 years. So whatever the cap was, let's say you started out and it was only 80000 then it was 85, then it was 92, then it was 96, then it went to 100. All those years, whatever the cap was, if you always reach that cap and it was over at least 35 years of your you know, 35 working years, then you had the potential to get to that $4,555 a month maximum benefit. So that's key there. So we've gone over the maximum amount you can receive that you need 35 years. Um, zero is not your hero. And then you know how there's caps have grown over the years. And if you were able to hit them you know, or make more than that, you just didn't get uh, Social Security taken out of it above those caps. But if you hit those caps, you can you have an opportunity to get to that maximum benefit. Um, I can tell you, I think the highest benefit client I have is like around 40, 
42, 45,000, I think a year. I'm just going off a of memory from all my clients. So it's, if I'm, I'm pretty accurate with my memory. So I think that's pretty close. So here you go too. step three. So what else can we do to possibly get there? Well, what you would do is delay your social security claim until age 70, which but a lot of our clients, that's part of the plan anyway, because what we're doing is working down their uh, their qualified money or doing Roth conversions to try to mitigate and control their taxes so that when they do claim Social Security, assuming they're healthy and assuming the plan makes sense for them uh, at age 70 to start taking it, we've hopefully uh, washed enough of their money where their Social Security benefits are tax free. And when something's tax free versus taxable, you get a heck of a lot out of it. And I think we're covering something with taxes later in the show. So I won't blow the, uh, I'll keep the secret, I guess. But basically you're entitled. No, that's a good tease, Bob. <laughs> you're, like I say, keep every, the week you're, every week you're learning this radio thing. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, you know, got to have a side hustle. Um, so you're entitled. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so hey, always want to have multiple income streams, even if, it, if it's while you're working and not just when you're retired. Um, and no, that is not Bob's power tip of the week. That's coming up later no. as well. Oh, gosh, no. We hope it isn't. We hope it isn't. Um, so hopefully just go back to a point here. Uh, you're entitled to, you know, back to this delay to age 70. So you're entitled to your complete monthly benefit based on your earnings once you reach your FRA, full retirement age, which is generally either 66 or 67 at this point, you know, or somewhere in between. Um, so your benefits grow 8%. That's, it's a simple 8%. So if whatever your benefit is, it'll grow 8%. Say, um, in, for me, it's definitely 67. Like, there's no 66. There's no 66 and change. I'm, in this situation, I'm young. So, uh, you know, I'd be looking at 67. So I'd get the opportunity to have basically an extra 24% tacked on my benefit. So just to do the math for, for everyone, if I had a 2000 a month benefit, uh, you know, and I got an extra 24% on that, it'd give me another 480 bucks. So it'd be 2480 Pretty quick math there without a calculator. Um, so to snag the maximum monthly Social Security benefit, you have to hold off to 70 at this point. Now, obviously, we know they change things all the time. You know, the IRS, the federal government. So it's just something that you want to, again, try to work with an advisor, myself or someone else, a financial professional. You know, most of us don't charge any money to have a chat. Um, had a few of those this week, actually, just specifically for get to know you's. Uh, which is very nice. But yeah, you can always call us 908-359-2861. Leave a message 24-7 when you'd like to meet. It could be virtual. It could be over the phone. Most of my most of mine are that way. I did have one in person in the last week, which was kind of used to be the norm. Now it's like not the norm. It's the opposite. But um, if you're collecting, if you can collect $44,550 from Social Security every month, during retirement, you know, it would seem nice, right? You'd love it. It'd be great. Okay. I'm basically making almost 55 grand, right? I'm, I'm rounding up a hair. Yeah. But for most seniors, and I just mentioned with my own clients, you know, I don't have anyone making, getting that much for social security. I have them in the 3,000, 3,250, which is very nice to have as part of the plan. So don't, there's nothing to sneeze at, you know, but you don't want to make, have unrealistic, uh, expectations, you know, because many of you don't have the high enough income. You're not hitting the caps to qualify for the maximum benefit over the course of your working years for at least 35 years. You know, so monthly social security benefit you're eligible for isn't anywhere close to that. It's don't, don't worry. It's not the end of the world. Um, in actuality, I would say a lot of my clients are doing pretty good because the average current monthly average for social security benefits right now is 1827. And I have 
pretty good amount of clients that are above that. I do have some are at that. I do have some that took it when they were uh, younger just because of their situation, you know, and health and all that, you know, so you're not doomed to be cash strapped during retirement. So again, visit us at safemoneybob.com, 30, 60 minutes, and we'll get a, get a load down on your situation and make sure that you're, you're not cash strapped, hopefully in retirement due to a lower than hoped for social security benefit. Yeah, and Bob mentioned it. If you're with one of the big name drive up financial institutions, or if you've ever been told by your advisor to just hang in there with your money, well, you need to give Bob a call today, 908 359 2861, or visit the website safemoneybob.com. Here's the deal no matter how much money you actually have, the money you have is important to you, and it's important to us. So let Bob help protect and grow your assets. Give him a call again, 908 359 2861. Bob would love to answer your questions from all of our listeners. And a quick reminder, if you missed any part of today's show, go back and listen in podcast form, Apple, Google, Spotify, or of course, wherever you get your podcasts. And you can listen to the show every Saturday and Sunday on the radio side at 8 a.m. right here on WBCB. Coming up, is your nest egg smaller than you think? We'll answer that question. You're listening to Financial Freedom. You're listening to Financial Freedom with Safe Money Bob. Do you want to be a jet setter in retirement? Keep an eye on how much you're spending. I'm Matt McClure with the Retirement.Radio Network, powered by AmeriLife. Pretty much everyone loves saving money, but that doesn't mean you can't pack your bags and see the world this year. There are some simple steps you can take to reduce costs while still checking off your travel wish list. One thing to consider, traveling during the off-season. Peak season will always be more crowded and more expensive. So take that trip to the beach in the early fall when the weather is still warm, but the kids are back in school. While the timing of your trip is important, so is when you book. Mark, with popular travel-focused YouTube channel Walter's World, says you should book as far in advance as possible. I know, for example, in Germany, if you pre-book your tickets on the train, it's a significant discount than if you buy it the same day. So make sure you use that advantage of doing things beforehand, whether it's a hotel room or it's tickets to a show or it's tickets to transportation, it can make a big difference. So use those discounts you can get by booking early. Also, look for deals on flights and hotels through discount sites. Consider booking a rental home or apartment instead of a hotel, and think about taking public transit instead of a cab or rideshare. So, have you considered all the ways to cut your travel costs this year? It's a key question to consider, and it's one of the 23 retirement cost cutters for 2023. With the Retirement.Radio Network, powered by AmeriLife, I'm Matt McClure. Got questions? Safe Money Bob is here to help. Visit safemoneybob.com today. Welcome back inside Financial Freedom. You just heard that report from Matt McClure about the 23 cost cutters for 2023. That's our latest tradable report we're giving away for free when you book a consultation with Bob. The report is packed with tips and ideas for saving money in our current economic clients. So again, you book a complimentary consultation with Bob and you get this tradable report with an abundance of information and get started on building and optimizing your financial plans for retirement. All right, it's time for Bob's Power Tip of the Week. It's time for Safe Money Bob's Power Tip of the Week. 
Well, I think this week's power tip, Jim, is going to be pretty uh, close to home with what's going on. It's, it's basically don't put all your eggs in one basket. Um, and I've been thinking about that. And what does that mean? Well, we obviously have many places we could put money, right? We have we have different banks. We have instruments in the bank, such as savings, checking, money markets, CDs. Um, and then you have your, you know, if you have funds like mutual funds and you have your insurance policies, life insurance, cash value, annuities, uh, stocks, bonds, ETFs, uh, credit unions. Nobody thinks about credit unions. Uh, I was just actually checking to see how many failed in the last, I think from 2012 to 2020, it might've been like a couple dozen, maybe tops, maybe 20 of them. I think maybe it was that. I was just curious because with the, uh, you know, the banking system you're getting shocked this week and all that. But basically what you want to do is have many buckets. We've spoke about this. You know, it's beyond diversification. Uh, for example, I've got money market checking. I've got another, I got two major banks where I have accounts, uh, multiple business accounts for multiple businesses. I have life insurance, cash value, specifically designed uh, cash value life insurance with Let's see, one, two different carriers right now split up, split up pretty good. And then also, you know, having, uh, you know, if you have any retirement accounts, depending on where they are, uh, you don't necessarily have to have them with one brokerage. Uh, you know, in, in this case, like if you have old 401k, sometimes people will leave them. They don't roll them. It depends on the conditions of the old employer. Uh, but you want to have multiple sources or you can get it capital, all right? That's the power tip. The power tip, you gotta have many places to get money from besides the mattress. Um, and that's really what it's all about. Uh, I, I can say right now, I can go to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, 10, at least 10 places where I can get cash or get capital or get money sent to me, of which the majority of it, as you all know, is with insurance companies and not banks. And that's, I don't want to give up a secret again, but we, that, we're going over that a little later in the show, uh, later in the show today. All right. Very good stuff there, Bob. And, you know, we talked earlier in the show about the recent banking crisis. And once again, here is Silicon Valley Bank CEO Gregory Becker in a company-wide address last Friday. My goal at the end of the day is to figure out how to preserve a small portion of the franchise value that we've spent so much time building and hopefully find the right partner at the end of the day that the FDIC can work with to have this institution continue in some form or fashion with many of you who I appreciate over so many years. Now, while there's no guarantee that something will happen, we don't know exactly what the results will be. So I've got an ask and it's a completely unfair ask. My unfair ask is this, can you guys just hang around, try to support each other, try to support our clients, work together, which may be a, again, a slightly better outcome than where we are right now. I know it's an ask, but I know you guys, if anybody, are the right people to ask to be with each other, to be with our clients, to try to come to the best outcome we could think of in this situation. Thank you, and my heart is with you, and it's really, um, hard for me to deliver this message, but I so appreciate all the thing you've done for me and for SVB over so many years. Thank you. 
Okay, so we've heard from Silicon Valley Bank CEO Gregory Becker, and he was preaching pretty much just stay calm through this temperamental time. But there was a story from Fortune.com, Bob, about some concerns about the recent bank volatility. Right. So, you know, what concerns are they? Well, we're going to go over them. And uh, again, don't panic. Just take any information, listen, and then think about, you know, where do I have all my money? You know, speaking for all of you out there. So basically concerns U.S. banks have 620 billion with a B dollars in unrealized losses. Chairman of the FDIC warned that these unrealized losses, you know, what did they do? Do they make banks stronger? Heck no. They weaken a bank's ability to meet unexpected liquidity needs. Hence, when people make a run of the bank to get cash out or money out or funds out. Now, and he cautioned, uh, the chairman cautioned that mapping out a strategy to fund themselves profitably would prove, be, you know, prove a complex and challenging task. So a couple of examples here, like Roku. I think Jimmy mentioned something about Roku earlier. So it's a publicly yeah, they traded. They lost a lot, a yeah. lot of assets. Uh -huh, I think it was 26% uh -huh. yeah. of their actual yep. annual I don't, know, I don't say annual, but yeah, reserves, uh, 20, reserves, yeah. right. Thank the you. reserves, yes. it's publicly traded tech company. And everybody knows, I think everybody knows Roku. You stick the stick into the TV or TV and all of a sudden you can stream live and, and other, I guess, programming. So, so basically the tech company held 48, 480 million at Silicon Valley bank, which was equivalent as Jim mentioned earlier and just now equivalent to over a quarter of its cash reserves with a bank that had to be taken over by the feds basically so how do you think that would affect the tech sector would it make it happy would it uh, make them feel more comfortable and when you know fgd got taken over by the fdic it had to freak people out honestly it had to i mean you have other companies such as roblox BlockFi, Rocket Lab, you know, also reported holdings. They were holding excess cash reserves at Silicon Valley Bank, SVB. So here, a mini, mini power tip, but could be added to the other power tip from earlier. You know, don't, most of you probably know this. Don't keep more than 250000 in deposits at a single bank. And, and you don't want to work with a bank that doesn't carry deposit insurance. Now, that's FDIC. I think you all know that. Um, again, we're going to get into it a little later in the show, but uh, sometimes there's better places to put it. Um, so I'm sure most of you obviously are, all of you must be either credit union or banking customers. Well, Bob, so, if I may, go I ahead. Know, you know, you're a sports fan. We've talked about this on the show before. Uh -huh. A Green oh, Bay yeah. Packers fan. I'm sure you watch some basketball as well. Oh, yeah. Milwaukee Bucks forward Giannis Antetokounmpo, the story mm -hmm. came out when this whole thing went down that he would keep, and I think I heard this from somebody too, I forget who told me, but he went through something similar as a kid financially in Greece, something that went on yes. very similar to this when he lived uh -huh. in Greece as a kid. And so when he got here to America and he got all of this money for playing in the NBA, endorsements, etc., he would keep. <clears throat> 250k in i think it was 50 different banks so he would get to that limit 250k and then mm -hmm. go to the next bank and open up an right. account there and and he just would bounce around to 50 different banks with that 250 it might be more now but that was the basis of the story right right and actually cyprus if I remember correctly, because I had clients who were from Cyprus, which I guess is its own entity, its own country. In that situation, unfortunately, they um, did something with the accounts to help shore up the, actually, I think it was actually shore up the government in that situation. So not like this situation where the government shored up the banks, but yeah, it, it can be scary, you know? So I don't know if any of you know what this is or how you feel about fractional lending right now. 
So you know, basically, do you feel more comfortable with your money being invested? This is, I'll call this another power tip, into a 100% financial reserve product like an annuity, like an insurance company. Insurance companies actually have reserve ratios. And most of them aren't 100 to $100 a dollar. Most are like $104 to $100 or $108 to $100, $110 to $100. So, you know, basically, you know, the annuity, the insurance companies, you know, does that seem more secure for a large amount of your assets than, you know, st still feeling like all the banks are safe, even with the multiple banks failing last week? Because that's make you obviously can't make you comfortable. I, I would think if you really think about it, I mean, it doesn't make me feel comfortable. I, I you know knowing that banks can basically uh, lend out. I don't know if you know this, but you know, the difference between a 10 percent reserve requirement, which is a bank and a 100 percent reserve requirement which would be like an annuity or insurance company. It's a 90% difference. And I can tell you a lot less sleepless nights worrying about your money. Um, banks lend, I believe it's $10 for every dollar. Uh, if I did my math right, 10% reserve requirement. Insurance companies, the clients are the, are, are the basically the stockholders. You, you guys own the assets. Like they're, they're kind of custodian in a way. You know, it's, again, with my guidance or another pro financial professional, again, you can always call me at 908 three five nine two eight six one so i'm gonna call you back set up a call you know more info you leave us when you want to talk how long days or times a day uh, and someone will get back to you and then also you can go to safemoneybob.com and book a call there 15 30 or 60 minutes and no obligation and we can i can help you know, learn about your situation more and then help help you learn kind of what i'm talking about briefly here today specifically with you know how banks are run versus how insurance companies operate. It's funny because insurance companies are very regulated as well. Um, but, you know, you, you don't hear about like, you know, hundreds of insurance companies going bye-bye. It's because they generally have to invest the assets very conservatively, um, very, very little exposure to any stock market stuff with the general account. And really the policyholders are like the owners, whether it's mutual company or not, even a stock company. I mean, it's your money, it's your money, you control it. Uh, and they can't lend it out to anybody else. Every hundred dollars you have, they're not lending out a thousand bucks like a bank would. Information that I don't know if a lot of you understand or knew about, but that's sort of how our banking system works, which is why sometimes you get into these situations that the banks get into and the Fed, you know, the regulators have to step in to uh, shore everything up and try to avoid uh, catastrophic financial events with the financial system. And again, we stress not to panic. We want our listeners and clients to understand current events that are happening in the economy and financial system. So don't be fooled by people who may be using these bank failures to help sell you, say, gold, silver, cryptocurrency, or any other assets that offer little to no consumer protections and carry much higher risk. It's also very important that you work with a bank that is FDIC insured. The Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation insures deposits of up to $250,000 per depositor per insured bank. So we want to help our clients and listeners make informed financial decisions and make choices that leave them and their money safe and secure. So again, visit safemoneybob.com or call 908-359-2861. Coming up next, why your retirement nest egg may be smaller than you think. This is Financial Freedom. We're back in a moment. You're listening to Financial Freedom with Safe Money Bob. Visit safemoneybob.com.
Are you concerned about market volatility, rising taxes, economic uncertainty, and how it all can affect your future in retirement? Then tune into Financial Freedom with Safe Money Bob to learn how you can protect and grow your hard-earned money. Financial Freedom, weekends at 8 a.m. Right here on WBCB, AM 1490 and 107.3 FM. Protect your hard-earned money today and schedule a free consultation now at safemoneybob.com. You're listening to Financial Freedom with Safe Money Bob. Welcome back to this week's Financial Freedom. Thanks for making Bob and I a part of your weekend. Hey, don't forget to check out our YouTube page. Visit YouTube.com and search Financial Freedom. Next week, we'll be giving you updates on the bank bailout, plus a new inflation demonstration and more information on how you can create your own personal pension plan. It's This Week in History. On this date in history, March 18, 1959, President Dwight B. Eisenhower signed the Hawaii Statewood Bill. The bill dissolved the territory of Hawaii and established Hawaii as the 50th state of the Union. Statehood became effective on August 21, 1959 and remains the most recent state to join the U.S. Also on this date, March 19, 1918, U.S. President Woodrow Wilson signed the Standard Time Act that established daylight savings time. Okay, now we know who to blame for losing an hour every year of sleep. <laughs> right? I think that's done, right? Didn't they, did they it change is done, it? But, but every year, now we right. know, well, next time we have to lose <laughs> yeah. an hour, you know who to blame, Woodrow Wilson. <laughs> right, right, right. And finally, on this date in history, 1955, March 19th, American actor Bruce Willis was born. Willis has been the face of the Die Hard series and has starred in hit films such as Pulp Fiction, The Sixth Sense, and Armageddon. Films featuring Willis have generated over $2 billion across North American box offices throughout his career. Okay, Bob, we've been teasing it throughout the show. Your nest egg, it may be smaller than you think. Bob, let's explain. All right, so here we go. Been waiting for this to, I've been living for this section of the show at the end here. So basically, you know, why would your retirement nest egg be 15 to 37% smaller than you think? Hmm. Think about that a second. Why would that be? So basically too often, and it just literally happens all the time. Too often we meet with people. We learn that almost all their retirement savings is in tax-deferred accounts. 401ks, 403s, 457 plans, and IRAs. Now, positive of it, a lot of 401ks, they're getting matches. So they're getting free money. That part's good. Negative is it's all in retirement accounts. Unfortunately, you're not getting a match for your savings and you're not getting a match, at least as of right now, for any other things. You know, So these accounts do allow you to defer paying taxes on what you put in. So pre-tax, right? Until they're withdrawn. Because the government would rather tax you. I like to say this. The government loves to tax you on the harvest, or I like to say the, uh, the flower versus the seed. And I tell people this all the time. Like, would you rather pay tax? you know, on the field with all the grown uh, produce in it or the seeds. I personally live by this and pay tax on the seed and not the flower. You know, so also don't forget to account for the taxes you haven't paid Uncle Sam and the U.S. government. And, you know, also remember your Social Security is going to be taxed as well, which we talk about trying to wash some of your retirement money into Roth and other things that are not taxable. Um, hopefully we can get it down to a point where your social security is taxed minimally or not at all. Um, you know, the IRS is not a good partner in retirement. It's like having a business partner. You, know, you have a business, you open it up and then your partner happens to be the, IR, uh, the IRS and you don't know what percentage of the business they own until you start taking out your profits down the road. And if you lose money, they could care less. <laughs> it's your problem. You know, so what can you do about that? 
Well, what we like to encourage all of our listeners to do is schedule an appointment with me. As you all know, I can provide you with free Roth conversion plan. You know, look at your whole situation. You know, what do we talk about? Mitigating risks, mitigating fees, mitigating taxes. If you can do those three things, it'll help your money go a lot farther and help you live a much happier and comfortable and worry-free retirement. You can always call me 908-359-2861. Leave a message, someone will call you back, book a call or go to safemoneybob.com and book a 15, 30. For, I think for this type of uh, consultation, it's free. Probably want to go with a 30 or a 60 because 15 minutes might not be enough. Now, anyway, with this plan, we can outline how, how you're going to do it. You know, not going to do it when you're making a lot of money. You're going to try to do it when you're not making a lot of money. So how, how can we convert your money that is currently in a tax deferred bucket uh, and place it in a tax free bucket? There's different definitely different strategies to use and some work for others and some work for yourself. Like it's not, it's not a cookie cutter thing. Like each, each individual situation is different. So we customize the plans, you know, and a Roth IRA is one of, there's only one of two is I love this part. There's a Roth IRA. I'm going to say it again. This is another power tip. I'm giving you like four or five power tips today. I'm feeling, feeling pretty strong. Uh, the Roth IRA is one of, only two tax-free investment options for Americans. So let that sink in. Two tax-free options for Americans. Let's see, what would the other one be? Safe Money Bob talks about it a lot. The other is, and I like to add on this, specifically designed, overfunded, cash value, permanent life insurance. With your money in a Roth IRA, you know, the funds will be allowed to go tax-free and the distributions will be tax-free as well. With a over specifically designed, overfunded, permanent cash value life insurance policy, which Safe Money Bob has, you're able to sock money away. Uh, you're not you're using some guidelines for the tax variability of it, but you're not limited. I mean, I could put away $100 a month. I could put away 1000 a month. I could put away 100000 a year, whatever it is. doesn't matter. You just have to design it properly with, with the person to design it the way it should be. Um, you know, additionally, your Roth funds won't be subject. This is key, mini power tip. They're not subject. Roth funds are not subject to required minimum distributions. So when the government forces you to start taking withdrawals from your accounts, you know, that you're going to get taxed if it was like a regular IRA, 401k, or 403b, or 457, you know, again, as a traditional IRA. With a Roth, it does not happen. You already paid money on the seed, and you get to take out the flower or the harvest. Uh, tax-free. You know, that's a biggie, biggie, you know. Uh, and again, think about this. If the Roth IRA is tax-free when it, you know the money comes out, it's also protecting your money from future tax increases and future income, cha uh, future changes to the income tax, U.S. income tax bracket. So think about how powerful that is. Not to mention, you can leave it to your beneficiaries and heirs, and they're not forced to take out the money over 10 years and or have requirement distributions, whether they want them or not, depending on how old the person was when they passed and when it happened. So again, two things, two things. There's only two, the Roth IRA and specifically designed high cash value permanent life insurance. The two things you can put money in, you pay tax on the seed, not on the harvest or the flower. And, you know, more so with the, uh, the life insurance, you can take it when you want. You can borrow from it. You can withdraw it. You can pay it back. You can become your own banker and not ones that take money and lend $10 for every dollar. Basically, you can control it. It doesn't show up on your credit if you take loans from it. You know, All of you know, you've been listening. I do it all the time. You know, uh, you know pay for cars and, and pay for a car and then pay myself back, pay for tuition, pay myself back. 
investment, pay myself back, real estate, pay myself back. It just, it's not a silver bullet here. It takes time. I mean, I figured out how to take in that time. It used to take five, 10 years and make it a couple of years, depending on what kind of assets someone has. Um, and, and again, life insurance. Don't think, oh, I'm old. Oh, I can't do it. Oh, I'm not healthy. I have, I, I can get around almost everything when it comes to a hurdle. When you've been doing this for over 30 years, as Jim liked to mention how old I am at the beginning of the show, um, you know, 56 and been doing this since I was 23. So you, you learn a lot, right? And, and you, co you come across many different situations and you learn how to, you know, help that person, you know, the best way you can because of ex the experience helps a lot. And I, I will say too that you generally want to work with someone who's done pretty well for themselves, you're your financial professional. You don't want a financial professional that looks like, uh, you know, unfortunately his car looks like it's going to break down and doesn't have, you know, he's not dressed very nice or whatever. Could be a very nice person. You know, maybe things didn't go right, but you want to work with someone who has kind of gotten their own financial house in order, because if they can't get their own financial house in order, then how are they going to get yours in order? Um, and these are questions you can ask an advisor. I mean, I share, I've shared uh, my net worth and where my money is with my clients and certain people, even prospects, depending on how much, you know, we've reviewed their situation. Cause I'm, you know, what is it? Practice what you preach, right, Jim? You got to practice what you preach. Practice Otherwise what you preach. Yes, you know? that's what I was thinking. Bob, you took the words <laughs> right out of my mouth. You and I have great chemistry. Look at that. That's it, man. That's it. We're like Laurel and Hardy. No, we were <laughs> <laughs> trying to think of another uh, duo, but Aaron Rodgers and Devontae <laughs> Adams. No, <laughs> no which, which one is which? Am I Aaron or you? Are you? Uh, no, I don't know. Well, let's see. If I'm, if I'm a head case, maybe it's, I'm Aaron. I don't know. But I, um, I, I, I want to just highlight something too in oh, there. Boy. Okay. That you said. No, this is good. This is good. Right. I don't make you look bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you said something in there. I didn't know you did this. And this is another reason to trust Bob and go to Bob for your financial needs and to schedule a consultation. 908-359-2861. Safemoneybob.com. You share your net worth with your clients. And that's mm -hmm. more just another way to establish trust with your clients. Well, if they're going to tell me everything about you. I mean, I have no problem. I'm not, I'm not giving you account numbers. You're not getting routing numbers. <laughs> you're not. You're not getting necessarily where each, which policy or account is, mm -hmm. but you're getting the natural. Just the client, you know, even even a prospect where I've done a fact finder, right? It, I call it a fact feeling fact finder because it's not just about sure. numbers. You gotta, you gotta. If you're if you're good, if you're a good advisor, a good, you know, I call it confidant or whatever of of your client, like. You have to listen. I had somebody tell me this last Thursday. Sat with somebody, right? A referral. Sat with somebody the whole time. All they wanted to know was, what do we do to have X happen, right? Sure. And all the other person did, the advisor, this is them telling me. <laughs> my, my, I'm pretty sure new clients, they're like, well, he wouldn't tell me. What you know, give me advice or direct us. He's just saying, Well, you, you know, here's all the things. What do you want to do? And that's not what they wanted. You know, they wanted to share their thoughts, but then they wanted guidance. Guidance. And what's guidance? Guidance is information. Guidance is, you know, giving you here's where you are to, you know, I always like to say the state of the Jones's union, right? The state of the Safe Money Bob Union, whatever it is, where you know, here's where you are now. And then where do you want to go? 
uh, I actually, again, back to last week's appointment, I said, well, you tell me how much money you want and we see what we have to work with. And I'll do the math, conservative math. And if you say I want a million dollars in 10 years, I'll see what they have. I'll guesstimate growth. I'll make sure we mitigate risk, taxes, and fees. And then utilizing the different tools that you've heard over the you know, last six months or so, you know, I'll put a plan together that you know if they if they find it, uh, you know, they understand it financially, they like it emotionally, makes them feel better mentally. You know, then we implement it. Then we implement. Remember. You're the client or the boss. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't be afraid to, you know, ask the advisor and you can ask me anything you want when you book a call with me, 15, 30, or 60 minutes at safemoneybob.com or call me at 908-359-2861 and leave a message. Just let us well, know when you want to talk. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening this week. Have a great rest of your weekend, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Financial Freedom with Safe Money Bob. You deserve to work with a financial and insurance expert who can offer proven strategies for protecting and growing your hard-earned money. To schedule your free, no-obligation consultation, visit safemoneybob.com or pick up the phone and call 908-359-2861. That's 908-359-2861. Not affiliated with the United States government, the Amwell Agency does not offer tax, legal, or investment advice. Consult with your tax advisor or attorney regarding specific situations. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice. These opinions are not intended as investment advice, nor do they predict future performance of any product. All information provided is believed to be from reliable sources. However, we make no representation or warranty as to the accuracy of any statement. This information is intended to be educational in nature and does not provide a guarantee or specific result. All copyrights and trademarks are the property of their respective owners. AmeriLife assumes no responsibility or liability for the content of this message. The information contained herein is provided on an as-is basis with no guarantees of completeness, accuracy, usefulness, timeliness, or of the results obtained in the use of this information.